Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 264 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. I talked last week about exposure, the opportunities to be viewed by college coaches in your sport. You need to somehow be exposed to college coaches in person, in social media, and in conversation or email or text. I also talked about when to try to get exposure and what information might pique coaches' interest to make them want to see you or talk with you further. In introductory emails and your player profile, there's an opportunity to give information to coaches. We call it marketing yourself by telling coaches about you and what you have accomplished on the court, on the track, on the field, or in the pool. Many high school student-athletes feel uncomfortable marketing or bragging about themselves. Here at Recruit Me, I don't feel it's bragging in a bad way if you are just telling coaches what you have done or how you have performed in your sport. Most sports, if not all, keep score and keep stats on both team and individual performances. The hard thing for a high school student-athlete is that most are part of a team, and sometimes individual stats are looked at as selfish. And yes, they can be. That is why getting a coach's attention to come and watch you play is so very important, and getting a good character reference is too. Your stats are just one of the main and many items that coaches consider. There are many old quotes about stats. I had always heard a quote that went like this, quote, there are stats and then there are damn stats, unquote. I thought that was from Mark Twain, but I think the quote was really this one by Benjamin Disraeli. Disraeli was the first Earl of Beaconfield in Britain in the 1800s. He was a writer and a politician. His quote was, quote, there are three types of lies, lies, damn lies, and statistics, unquote. The point is that stats can be deceiving and manipulated, or they may not tell the whole truth. Your stats you give to college coaches need to be as truthful as they can be. But realize if they are 100% correct, the stats are just a piece of the story. Now, a real Mark Twain quote is, quote, facts are stubborn things, but statistics are pliable, unquote. So just like stats in business, medical, as we all know, or financial, sports has situations where stats show the real picture, but only with the right other stats or circumstances. I will address this more throughout this episode. So let's jump in and see how important stats affect you in the recruiting process and what stats carry weight in the recruiting process and when you should send your stats in the recruiting process. When do you send your stats to coaches? The easy answer is when you have them. This can vary for many student athletes. My sons were different. Parker had some good baseball stats his sophomore summer and then his junior high school year as a pitcher. So we started to send stats the end of his sophomore summer. Sutton didn't have upper-level stats until this summer, between his junior and senior year. Part of that was because of COVID, and part of it was he had a good summer that provided impressive stats to send. So your level of play, your amount of play, your maturity, and your success indicate the relevance of stats. Also, your sport and position are factors on what stats to send and when. I sent some questions about stats to some college coaches at all levels in different sports. I asked them, should the high school student-athlete include his or her stats if they are initially emailing you, the coach, or your recruiting coordinator? 
I also ask, how important are high school and club stats to you, the coach, as you look at a recruit? Are there certain stats that are important to you, the coach, and your sport? Here are some of the comments. From a college basketball coach, yes, stats are important, and each coach is different, though, as well as each sport and position. An example for a point guard in basketball for me is his turnover and assist ratio, and if he can make free throws, and then I want to see film and get his height, his weight, his wingspan, etc. Each basketball position has different specific wants. The next college coach, a baseball coach, said, Many of the most popular stats are not as relevant as players think. Batting average and slugging percentage are not as relevant since the college coach doesn't know about the competition. But he liked to know about stolen bases, home runs, and strikeouts in their high school seasons. For pitchers, wins and ERA are not as vital to know for the coach. But strikeouts per innings pitched and walks per innings pitched tell a story. In-game velocity is more relevant to him than showcase velocities. Again, these are pieces of information to help you get that exposure. Another basketball coach said stats are significant. He is actually more into the analytic stats, like shooting percentage or assist-to-turnover ratio. Standard stats like points per game, rebounds, and steals are more persuasive if the coach knows or is familiar with the competition and the level of play. Another college coach is a golf coach. Stats are a little different for golf. He said the scoring average is important to include when contacting a college golf coach, but he wants to know the scoring average in tournaments and what courses you are playing. He wants to know the difficulty of the courses you are playing. General stats for recruiting purposes like greens and regulation or driving accuracy or the number of putts per round are not as high on his list. With technology, things like trackman numbers, club speed, ball speed, angle of attack, and carry yardages do help paint a picture. Here is information from a women's college basketball coach. He said the initial contact with stats and a short highlight video is the best to pique his interest in their program. He said to also include your jersey number and the year that you're going to graduate high school. Certain stats for them are more important depending on the player's position. Guard stats are assist to turnover ratios, scoring, and even shooting percentages from certain spots on the floor. For the position of center, Scoring stats and rebounding stats are important. In basketball, shooting percentages tell a good story. This coach also threw in his own quote. He said, quote, We always believe if someone wants to play bad enough, there is a place for them somewhere. Unquote. That is very much my belief and why Recruit Me and all the free and inexpensive materials are so important to high school student-athletes in any sport. Thank you to all the coaches for providing me with their thoughts. If you think about some of this information that the coaches gave me, you can read between the lines that you, as a high school student-athlete, can ask a coach what stats are important to them, and you can see what the coach deems important to them. This may give you an advantage over other recruits that you are competing against at that school. Another way to see what stats are important to a team would be to review their recruiting questionnaire. Some recruiting questionnaires are generic, and some are more specific to certain stats. Therein lies a clue to what may be important to them. I'm not going to list stats for sports because you know what stats are important in your sport and because recruiting is done in a large number of sports out there. From baseball, which is the sport I know best, to gymnastics, bass fishing, and lacrosse, which I don't know those sports very well, there are stats that will help you get recruited. So we covered when to send your stats, when you have them, and we covered through coaches' input from questions I asked them the how important stats are or aren't, and what stats carry weight in the recruiting process. 
Just like many aspects of the recruiting process, this subject is a moving target. But with a little thought and research, you can slow the targets down and get the hits you need. The RecruitMe 3.0 system and all the RecruitMe resources recommend building a school list of 30 to 50 schools, programs, and coaches. You can research all of those. Why do I recommend that many? Well, it has to do with stats and more specific percentages. Let's journey back to my previous career in the car selling business. As a car salesperson, the main stat is the number of cars or trucks that you sell in a day, in a week, in a month. That is your scoreboard. That's how you make a living. The next stat is your closing ratio. That is the number of vehicles that you sold divided by the number of customers you talked to. If I sold 10 vehicles in a month and I talked to 100 customers, then my closing ratio was 10%. Now, when my manager saw 10 sales, he or she would say, good job. But when he or she saw my closing ratio, I might get a frowny emoji on my report card. My paycheck was a smiley face, but the closing ratio tells a different story. A decent closing ratio in the car business is a 20% closing ratio. So my manager's now telling me I need to get my closing ratio up or I'm going to have to do more training. But I sold 10 cars. Why is the closing ratio important? Well, the fact is that I'm blowing through customers. In other words, I'm not doing something or some things in the sales process correctly. I might be rushing through the presentation of the vehicle and not learning what's important to the customer. Or I may not be answering questions the customer has or I'm trying to sell a car that doesn't fit their wants and needs. I could be rushing to the negotiation and not building value in the car or in me or in the dealership. The sales manager may look at my sales log to see if I'm recording that I'm taking the customer on a proper test drive or that I'm introducing customers to the service department to show them that we will take care of them before and after the sale. All of these steps can be tracked and have percentages that can be charted and evaluated. Whether it is selling cars, selling insurance, selling a building project, or yes, getting recruited, there are steps that can be tracked to help understand your success or failures. Again, as I go back to the stats quotes that point to stats can be deceiving, if your records of your steps to the sale are not kept properly, then adjustments must be made to make them correct. If my manager said for me to get my closing ratio up, then I have two choices, train better and do a better job in selling my 100 customers that I come in contact with, or just not keep track of all my customers that I come in contact with. Do I work hard and be truthful with myself and my manager and find a way to sell 15 cars out of 100 customer contacts? Or do I judge what a contact truly was and still sell my 10 cars but only record 80 contacts because I didn't record a customer because they were just looking or we didn't have what they wanted? To get better in selling cars and to get better in your sport and in recruiting, you have to be truthful with yourself. You have to look in the mirror and trust your stats, good or bad. Whether you are keeping track of your schools contacted versus schools that responded or keeping track of the number of offers from schools, remember the goal is to get that one school that is the best fit for you academically, socially, and athletically. A reminder, I said the best school, not the perfect school. So again, keeping good records as you go through your recruiting process help you to make the best decision. Well, as I stated at the start of this episode, quote, there are stats and there are damn stats, unquote. I hope this has helped you together and send proper stats for your sport and your recruitment. I hope it helps you to understand not to chase stats that don't really help in your recruitment. And you can improve in areas that will help a coach see you as a top prospect. Then you can use stats to help you improve your recruiting process and to do what works and what doesn't work in your journey. Oh, and also to show you that stats may be vital to you outside of sports, 
as you go to college and get into the working and the business world. RecruitMe has two deals for you to help you through the recruiting process. I feel getting started as you enter your freshman year is the best place to begin, but if you are a sophomore, a junior, or even entering your senior year, you can use these resources and get a scholarship and play your favorite sport. The first deal is only $1. It is the opportunity to get the recruiting checklist. The checklist is covered in episodes 258 through 262 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This is a great, inexpensive guide through the recruiting process. Click in the show notes or go to recruit-me.com backslash tools to get access. Also, you can take advantage of the new back-to-school price on the RecruitMe 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. The normal price is $127, but this special offer is only $99, and it will help you to boost your recruiting efforts. Go to the link in the show notes to get more info and click on the Get Access button at recruit-me.com backslash system. Get started today. Thank you for listening, and with school starting, this is a great time to go back and listen to past episodes and to share the Athletic Scholarship Podcast with others, classmates and underclassmen. Join me next Tuesday for another 15 minutes that will change your scholarship future.